back. Good to be back. Good to be back. <laughs> and we're back. It's good for Craig to bring us in, bring us together. Yeah, it's it's been a while. Some would say it's been months, weeks, and yeah. I think it has been months, right? <laughs> Minimum. <laughs> Minimum. Yeah. How you been, dude? Uh, I've been doing. I've been doing. <laughs> Making it through. Yeah, I um, I can neither confirm or deny any allegations, but yeah, it's it is it has been going. How about you? I feel like the same as last time. I, I mean, I, you know, work things. Survived getting laid off, which was beautiful, but. It's weird having listened recently to the last ones we recorded from months ago, talking about the state of affairs in the world, and not much has changed. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it's odd to be in the same spot as we were doing this from last time. I mean, things in our personal lives have gotten, have changed, but as far as status of the world, it's pretty much the same. <laughs> Yeah, the the greater world outside of our scope, our little bubbles, is still dealing with this just horrible, horrible. I can't even like make a joke about it, but this this horrible impending pandemic. I mean, the rest of the world's figured it out. It's just part of the world that hasn't figured it out. <laughs> yeah, but. That part of the world that hasn't figured it out also has a large impact on the rest of the world. It's true. Not being not being USA egotistical, but like economically, a lot of things do happen because we do things. So yeah, we have our hands in a lot of pots. <laughs> yeah, when when our when we don't survive or do well. There are other countries that I don't say depend on us, but work with us that also get hurt, and then it just kind of goes down the chain. Yeah, we um, we definitely are uh, all for one, one for all, and uh, if we're going down, so is everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> and if everyone else is doing good, we're definitely profiting from that as well. <laughs> yep. Yeah, gotta love it. Well, did you you do your homework from last time? Uh, do you remember what the last homework was? Because I always do my homework, but I never remember. Boy, did I do the homework from last time? I dived so hard into the homework. I didn't report or didn't record podcasts with you for a couple months. <laughs> oh, this was the toxic. This was rekindle a uh, toxic video game relationship, right? Yeah. It, it it has been so long that I've gone. I've I've relapsed. I've detoxed. And I'm considering relapsing. <laughs> <laughs> the full cycle. The full cycle, man. I have, I have, I've, I, I found, I, 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 you know, if this game was heroin, I found a methadone, went on methadone for two weeks, hated it, <laughs> got off it completely, started thinking about it, watched highlights of it, you know. <laughs> Drew it sometimes. I was just doodling and I would draw. <laughs> no, Every so, I, so it was the game we're talking about is Overwatch, and that was our toxic relationship. That's at least for us. That's our our toxic video game. I mean, yeah, you you every, played on it a little bit longer than me. Probably two weeks, two three weeks. Yeah, I, I you know you're proportionally higher elo than me is about two weeks, so. Congrats, <laughs> except for it's eight games. But, I, you know, no one's upset or petty about that. They're like, no one is. Of course not. Almost got Diamond. In, uh, I know. What is it? Unranked? Or un- no, no unranked. Yeah, unrolled. the no rolls or whatever. Yeah, it's pretty happy yeah. about that. Made up fake Overwatch, yeah, for sure. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> At least there's definitely a point in that game where you get past a certain point and people mechanically have it mostly figured out and somewhat work together. But at the end of the day, I'm never going to leave the point where if a team works together, they're going to win every time. 
Yeah. And I am in more games than not where the team is unwilling to change strategies or change characters. Yeah. I mean, I I, I think that uh, Adderall is a perfect example of this. Um, <laughs> He he for ever the he was a guy that we played with for a night and he was just miserable. We played with him twice actually. He, but he is difficult to be around. The second time we played him though, we played against him, <laughs> and his team again fell apart despite him being more mechanically like he was mechanically superior to at least me and I was playing his off tank. Uh, he, he was a solid player, yeah. but. He just played by himself, yeah. which is super difficult in a team game. And like Overwatch has turned me off so bad to almost all multiplayers where it requires any amount of teamwork because my success, it doesn't matter how good I am, I'm not going to 1v6 the other team, no matter Absolutely. what character I am. Yeah. I mean, we 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 would talk about when we were in our relapse of like how like how can we carry what combination of our heroes can carry the most so that we can mitigate the DPS who are going to play May, despite there being a Farah and a uh, you know Echo on the other team. It was like okay, cool, we have a May and a Torbjorn. Excellent. You guys, can you can you switch? It's like no, you can't. No. Okay, so how do we carry? Like. <laughs> What do we have to do? Yeah. And we didn't find the answer. <laughs> I, I, I think during this last one, we learned more characters than we ever have. I know you specialize pretty hard in Brigitte, who is a little overpowered. But, uh... Right yeah. where she needed to be. Like yeah, okay. She is. I've also played an overpowered hero before and almost gotten diamond, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Um, and yeah, so but like I, I think we all we both learned how to play almost all of the tanks. I think the one we didn't couldn't play was Roadhog, but he's out of the meta anyway. He's I I, I think we could somewhat play him. I think your Hammond was solid. I never touched Hammond. My Arissa actually really picked up. Uh, your he's, solid. Your your Arissa is just the more stable Rhine. Yes. Whereas my Arissa is just Hammond, but I'm slow. <laughs> <laughs> like the thing mm-hmm. that the thing that sucks with Arissa is I require team like I need a team around me for the most part. If they're not by my shield and not helping me, if the team just walks through my shield and just stomp on me, I'm screwed. Like I need help with Reinhardt. At least he has a little bit of damage on him and I could boost away. Like that he's more maneuverable, but so oh, like uh, in in seeing the way that like those those especially because you're Reinhardt a lot like what what made you finally give up on team games if you're you know figuring out these characters so well like was it just the Adderalls of the world? There were more games where I wasn't having fun, and not just because I was losing, but because. I felt like it didn't matter what my input was. We were going to lose. Interesting. Interesting. So I was putting a lot of time into something that gave nothing back to me. So then what, what started to give back to you? Cause I know you, I know you said you switched and you found some other stuff that you've been playing. Is it just backlog or cause I know we played smite for a little bit. That was our, our attempt to get off of, Overwatch as a yeah the first attempt multi <laughs> yeah um no. that that was okay um the thing I liked about Smite is it's a new shiny object there's new mechanics uh I never really play any of those any of those game like that type of gameplay um uh, so that was completely new to me a little overwhelming because I just don't understand the mechanics and ebb and flows of the yeah, strategies in there and everybody else has been playing since launch. The only people that are around are super hardcores. No mm. casuals are left. <laughs> yeah. So you just get in there and get wrecked. But it's fun. Um, Definitely. I, I like not having to be like as care as much. Like it starts to creep up as I start to get a little better. Where I'm like, okay, what do I do to maximize this character? How do I play? What's this? And I, I want to stop that. But the thing. 
going back to your question, uh, really just clearing out like my backlog single player games and just yeah. enjoying those games has been rewarding. Like the the Assassin's Creed Three was not that great, um, but I beat I, it. <laughs> Assassin's Creed has really fallen off of my radar. The first one was good, but it was repetitive, and the second one just felt more repetitive despite being a better game. Like I'm repetitive mechanic. in what way? Go here, do this. Go here, do this. Repeat. Yes, I so. I agree with that, but I'll also say the things that you had to go there and do that, you had to do a little differently. Yeah. Um, and I, it was different enough to where I really appreciated that because in the first one, you do the same thing, but on three different areas. I'm pretty sure. But yeah. essentially cut and repeat each area, and then the game's over. But at least in the second one, you get upgrades that felt better and then the story w- it, it had more depth to it and the characters were cooler and um, yeah I felt really good on that one. Absolutely I mean uh, I switched from Overwatch to Smite to World of Warcraft so I'm not against going to a place and doing the same thing over and over again. It just has to feel right when I do it and Assassin's Creed never really scratched that itch. I'm glad you it's- liked it though. Yeah, I mean, and I like the world. I think it's pretty cool. It's a little edgy, but um, it's solid. The one thing I didn't like about 3 is that they... Uh, shit, we can go on a whole nother tangent about this, but... <laughs> they essentially just... They try to wrap up everything, and they... I felt like they just stopped caring about the Desmond piece of it, which mm-hmm. was, I thought, an interesting aspect of reliving the memories of your ancestors and they're like yeah we're just gonna put that on the side and uh really just dive into playing across any time in history because we need to make a lot of money off this franchise because it's one of our biggest sellers (laughs) yeah i mean it it's like i said i haven't played any of the later ones nor have i had any interest to play any of the later ones Mm -hmm. um it's for that game is for a lot of people but it's definitely not it doesn't uh attract me in a way, it's fair. It's like the, the assassinating the third, third dimension, the story base, not not for me, not for me. Well, the next one I'm highly interested in, being a huge fan of Norse mythology and uh, Viking culture, is all is a Valhalla. So it's all going to be Viking. So I'm going to try Odyssey because I think they're going to mimic. Okay, the so that's there. so that's why you're playing all the Assassin's Creed. Got it. hundred percent. That makes sense. I'm sure when they have an Arkham Horror version of it, I'll play through it too. It's fine. <laughs> well, they had the uh, Steam Summer Sale, and they had Odyssey for like half off, and that's how I got Assassin's Creed 3 for free, because they were combined together. So I was like, alright, I'll just smash through these. Yeah. I, I <laughs> My Steam... I bet you my Steam homepage doesn't recommend anything that is on your Steam homepage. <laughs> Guaranteed not. <laughs> Guaranteed not. I love it. Uh. Yeah. I um what else have I been knocking out? Oh, Okami, that was the other one. I beat that last night. That's a solid game. The it's interesting playing a game where if one mechanic bugs you, it can almost completely ruin a game. Yeah. Despite everything else being great about it. What mechanic bugged you? The voice. The voice is in there. Oh, really? Was it, what, Did you like play on the English or the Japanese setting or what? It didn't matter because uh, the voices, there aren't, they don't speak word like English. It's just the gibberish. The like that, like the bleepanese from uh, Animal Crossing, something like that. But yes. less good. So, yes. And I realized because one of our mutual friends brought up a good point where he goes, well, you like Animal Crossing. It's the same voices, but the tone of the voice matches the world. Yeah. Like the um, all the characters, the cutesiness of it, um, the actual tone matches the background music. Like mm-hmm. all of the sounds mesh well together. And in Okami, it just felt way out of place. Interesting. Because Okami, if I remember from the two times I played it as a seventh and seventh grader, it was pretty serious. It wasn't like joking around. You were a dog, but you were also like a like a 
heroic spirit, right? A god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and, like, it has some of the normal tropes that, you know, games and even anime have where, you know, characters act silly and they're ridiculous for short periods of time and certain characters have their shtick. All of that's fine. Um, the moments were a serious. It felt good, but god damn, like hearing the voices for that long, it really like I just I turned it off or turned it down as far as I could in the volume settings because it almost made me want to stop playing. Yeah, I can I can I can sense when like a game's sound is gonna ruin it uh, or like add to it. Mm-hmm. And that you, none of my games, if you load up anyone on my Steam or my Switch or anywhere, the sound settings are very different for each game. Like, That's I don't th- like uh, just to hop on the bandwagon and get it out of the way. Fall Guys, <laughs> I'm bumping that, man. That adds to the experience. It's so crazy. It's uh, the music matches it perfectly. But so it, well done. It, like, I was playing uh, Dead Cells recently mm-hmm. too Ooh, and i have that in my backlog i really want to play it uh, it's fun it, it is fun and when you when you play it we can we can play it together and just kind of chat about it uh it's fun but the sound like the the repetitiveness of the sound for dead cells like the just the background music it gets stuck in your head so it's catchy but it's not adding anything you know how like it, like uh pokemon songs are catchy but they they really feel like the world. The Dead Cells' music really just sounds catchy to be catchy, and I do mm. not like that. So it doesn't have a purpose? Yeah. That's fair. It's hard because once you get a hit of the good stuff, you can't go back. Oh, 100%. Like, you can't let games slip away because the bar's been set. Yeah. And that's where smaller developers, smaller games, they have... A harder time because that obviously takes a lot of time resources and all that equates to money so yeah. it's finding a that thin line of okay what's the variation matching all that it's making games not easy but <laughs> I, I it's it is not I, there are in numerous un, unforeseen challenges for a game developer and i do not envy the task no uh, the, the music of games though it's something that, like, I really don't. I'm not. I want to say I'm an expert in or pay attention to even. Uh, I, I, I bought a new fighting game, Guilty Gear, and that game has a juxtaposition of music versus the characters that is so weird that it works. But it is kind of is weird. So yeah, no, it matches, like, uh... it, it is. It is. It is. I can't describe it. It's the music in it is. It adds to it, but it is not what you would have picked, right? If it was like a multiple mm-hmm. choice quest test, you would have not have picked the one that got picked. I feel right. like that's part of our friendship, <laughs> where it's like this game definitely wouldn't play it, but when forced into the scenario of having to experience it and play it, you go, "Oh, yeah, okay, I, I can dig it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to play this by myself, but since someone told me about it... Yeah, I'm more inclined to play it. And what I like about that is you go into it with, I would say, lower expectations, if not any. Yeah. Which sets it up for a higher chance of success. This this reminds me, have you played XCOM at all? Uh, no. It's free, isn't it? No, it's not. It's not free, but it, um, the first one's pretty cheap, I, I would imagine. But that game all screams out to me like you might like it, mm-hmm. um, but it's not like a normal thing you would play. Hmm. So that uh, I don't know. I don't know if you if, if when you clear out your backlog, we can talk about it. But uh, yeah, almost there. I'm I'm pretty proud of that. I mean, it'll start piling up again, man. I, well, so it was piling ever since high school. <laughs> um, what do you have left, if you don't mind me asking? Neo. 
uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And I think that's it. I have Pokemon Silver on my DS, but I've beaten that before. Hey, I bought you that. You did. Happy <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, birthday, by the way. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I might, like, that's just something I'll play on the side. But yeah, other than that, that's pretty much every game. Um, I want to do another talk, or I want to do a podcast on this, see your thoughts on it, but. Um, the Microsoft Game Pass. Have have you heard of that at all? Uh, it's kind of like the like you pay. For, it's a subscription where they allow you to play any of their kind of AAA titles, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Um, you pay like six bucks a month, and then you get to play an impressive catalog of games that you would not expect for that type of service. I mean, that sounds. Uh, um, how do I say this? Not enticing to me. <laughs> so you wouldn't want to save money and play the games that you would have spent money on, anyways. Okay, let's let's prove a point. Xbox Game Pass is that correct? Uh, I don't know if there's two because I I do the one on PC and I don't know if they're if you have to have them separate. I don't know if they're separate or not. I just do the ones for uh, for PC. Is there a list of the ones that are on there currently? Okay, well, discover your next favorite game. So these are the ones that would be on there, right? Should be. Um, Spirit it's kind of a pain to find. Spirit Fair Pass. Microsoft Flight Simulator. That's going to be a maybe. Got me on the maybe. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy VII, no thanks, despite me knowing that I should try and like it. Uh, Trial Makers, never heard of it. I could probably look it up. Um, so no judgment there. The Tourist, I've seen that. No pass. Xeno Crisis, pass. Uh, most popular. Let's do smooth, most popular. Slay the Spires on there. Oh, really? Spires on there? Mm-hmm. Hollow Knight. Dead Cells. Dead by Daylight's on there. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you're winning me over. Gears 5. I would like to play Gears 5, despite me now. Uh, 2K20. Yep. Sea of Thieves. Yep. Halo. I already have Terraria. I, I'm not going to replay Halo. I don't want to ruin it. You know? Just, I like uh, just the multiplayer. It's a it's a kick uh, just going back and dabbling in a match or two. Um, Red Dead. I mean, I've, I probably wouldn't play Red Dead fully, but I definitely jerk around with it. It's such a good game. Um, what about, so let's, okay, so these are the PC ones. Carrion? Okay, I want, to, I want to play that. Have all the Age of Empires, so you're not going to win me over on that one, Microsoft. But out of the ones you've seen so far... Cluster Truck? What would you, what would you say, yeah. say the value is so far? At least 60 bucks of games that you would mingle with? Gungeon. I played a shit ton of Gungeon. Um, yeah, I mean, this is definitely... I was surprised by the... Uh, Choice says, um, ooh, Fishing Sim World Pro Tour. Yeah, dude, I found our new toxic game. Uh, I would, oh, FDL's on it and Frostpunk. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, That's yeah, I would, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> so, 60 bucks or six dollars a month to play this stuff as much as I want, as much as you want. You can return it and then download it back, six bucks a month. Gears, if you were to do this when it started, was sixty bucks plus tax. If you were just to play that, you'd be set. Oh, they have Hollow Knight too. Okay, mm-hmm. but I, okay, so I don't own the game though, right? So my, I guess a fighting point for that is how many games do you own that you beat and you go back and play? statistic like i'm sure there are some all that you the do. games all of the games that i have owned or went back and played and beat again i've owned them 
How about what you're games, asking? No, no, or games that you bought and you played. Do you go back and play every single game that you've bought? No, no. I'm trying correct. to find the, the percentage. You, yeah, correct. Yeah. So yes, games you love, you'll go back and play again. But you wouldn't uninstall that. You would just have it there. But games that, let's say, you wanted to play but didn't want to spend the full sixty dollars to play. Gears is the perfect example of that where I didn't want to spend all the money, but I I like the world, I like the story, and I like playing it. Yeah, I'll definitely play that and then uninstall it, call it a good day, and then maybe try other games that I typically wouldn't have tried before. But so this 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 is I'm I'm hooked. I'm interested. Not saying I'm not. Doesn't this allow someone else to decide what games that you're going to try and get to play? I mean, they definitely have a wide variety of things. I mean, um, not really. I, I mean, so it comes down to your resources, and if they're controlling the, your resource, which is money, um, you're, you know, broadening your horizon. I think this gives you more power as to where you're spending $6 a month and you have a bigger catalog versus... If you only have 20 bucks and you spend on a game you hate, you're not really going to get any return on that. You're kind of stuck with that until next month where you get another 20 bucks. I'm going to take, take this time to uh, uh, let our podcast listeners know we are not uh, sponsored by Xbox Game Pass. We are just discussing a topic. <laughs> yeah, shit, not yet. But if you want to <laughs> give us a sponsor... Yeah, Microsoft at me. Watch your boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sell out. I don't give a crap, man. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I mean, that's it, interesting. I'll look into it. I'll. Uh, I could. I could be. I could see myself doing that for certain games. It's worth looking at, right? I mean, it's yeah. a. If they had this when I was in elementary or high school, or middle school, man, that would have been amazing. Hmm. Instead, I went to uh, Blockbuster and <laughs> did all I could on the game I could b- rent for a week or two or Redbox and be like, all right, let's knock this out as quickly as possible. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a good way to rent and get people into uh, newer games or especially if you want to hook them on. So like Gears, we keep talking about it. If you want to hook people on your AAA franchise, that's a pretty good way to do it. Mm hmm. Uh while helping out the little guys, I saw Slay the Spire on there. I saw FTL on there. I saw uh, Wizard of Legend on there. All great indie games that I would I would recommend at the drop of a hat to anybody who likes any games ever. Now, I'm speaking on my ass on this, but I know Steam isn't the most generous when it comes to dispersing the monetary money. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sorry, I'm at a loss of words. To- but um, dispersing how much money you know everyone gets from selling on their platform. Um, that's what made Epic uh, Games Launcher way more competitive and not just a monopoly to where, okay, you can go on here and you get a higher cut of the game, like higher profit for if your game sells on here versus on Steam. I don't know if the Microsoft Store is any better, but yeah, I, I like competition in general. It, generally is a good thing. Uh, I would agree. I, I I don't I haven't looked into selling a game on either Steam or Microsoft. So uh oh Dead Cells is on there too. Um so I can't speak to it, but as a consumer this is an interesting way to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna I, I, I like to reward uh, the indie people, but also that's like so it's like six bucks a month. If I go and find an indie game that I like, I'll buy, go in Steam or go on somewhere else and buy it, or the Epic Store and buy it to mm-hmm. make sure that that person keeps creating games. Yeah, so let me. So depending on the game they have, if they have extra content that you can purchase, would you still buy the full game, or would you just buy that extra content because? You're still supporting them, right? It's just a matter of how much more are you supporting I'd pro- them. I'd probably buy the full game so they know, like, uh, 
they know that it's that 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 this game is the thing that I actually want rather than the just the added on the new stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know the for for the types of games I play, and not to act like a snob, but like the like games like um, Cultist Simulator that I've spent too many hours in, or Kerbal Space Program, or like those kind of smaller teams. Mm-hmm. I'd like them to know that the whole game is the reason why I like this thing, not because I saw it somewhere else. And I don't, I don't know if that it gets it gets across with the game store where I'm playing. You know, I'm playing this and blah blah blah. And then I just need this added content. Well, I get this added content, and then I'm playing through the rest of the game store. I was like, that's kind of annoying. Like, okay, they should fair. they should know they should they should know like and they, like there is an Excel spreadsheet at every single game company that says complete games sold versus DLC only sold. And depending on how much I, I again, I'd have to do more research into the economics of this, but uh, I think selling the whole game might help people more. Fair. Uh, so that's, it, it's kind of like a message to the creators of like, Hey, this is a, this is good. More please. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But uh, I, I don't have a good reason for it. I don't. I, I could, could not <laughs> They're like, oh, why do Just, you feel that way? Because my stomach says so. That's not yeah. a good reason, you idiot. My tum-tum, uh, it feels right. <laughs> it feels like it's the go- good thing to do. And <laughs> one of the books I've read since our last uh, conversation ha- or a podcast has definitely taught me that whatever my gut or feeling says, there's an intricate layering of programming that has led me to believe that and it is often incorrect so is it more i guess often within uh more often than not yeah exactly (laughs) but fun so take a look at that i mean it's another way to i might i might spend your time yeah but like do you ever Giving the, another option for you to sink your time into something, is this something that you would feel okay spending more time on? Like, do you ever feel, at least for me, when I was playing Overwatch, I felt extremely guilty playing Overwatch to the point where I was like, I I have so many other games. I'm putting all my time into this one game. I'm putting myself in this game and the fact that when I play it, when I leave, I'm not I'm not feeling good. I'm not happy the community or it, I don't want to sound like an ungrateful asshole because there are a lot of cool people that play the game and there are a lot of great matches but personally I will play a game with one person who's just a complete asshole and it ruins all the other games I've played yeah yeah and I think it's just the the biases that I I have and I'm you know I'm no fucking doctor on that expert or doctored on the matter but i i feel like the negative moments stick out more than uh the positive ones where i'm they they do yeah and i'm expecting to win because i'm giving my best and if i lose because you know things don't work out that's okay like there are things that can be proved upon i make mistakes whatever but when i lose because people are being assholes they're throwing they leave like it completely undoes the positive, all the other things. And that's, that's really hard to beat. 100% you're right. The negative things do stick out more. Um, But like, I don't know, feeling guilty for like, you you do enjoy most of it though. Those negative things stick out and they're worse for you, but like you shouldn't feel guilty that you were playing a game that was making you happy, especially during this time which mm-hmm. I guess is going to put an asterisk on this kind of viewpoint because we played it during coronavirus when we can't go outside, we can't socialize, we can't do, uh, you know, events where you would have more than 12 people. Uh, yeah, your options are limited. Yeah. So I don't think that you should ever... I think that you should feel bad about certain things but i don't think that case is one of them sure but it's um 
I think it's more, and it could have been any game if I was thinking too much of my time, but it felt overwhelming like Rose. Like I picked up playing piano, where I was like, man, I really should start, uh, you know, playing more today, or I should have at the end of the night when I'm going to bed, I sit down and go, man, I should have done X instead of Overwatch because that would have ultimately made me more happier in the future and I would have gotten something more out of it than what I got tonight. Yeah. Yeah, but maintaining a decent uh, mental state can project into the future um, pretty positively. Like, it, if, you, if you set yourself on a trend, a negative trend, mm-hmm. it can set... It can have untold consequences down the line, six to six, six to seven months, even if it's just a little downturn. Like, you know, I'm feeling moderately bad today, moderately bad today. Mm-hmm. I'm giving up, you know, carbs. Let's say this if you're dieting, mm-hmm. I'm giving up all carbs. I'm never eating them again. Yeah. Uh, I know it's going to make me look better and I'm going to feel happy when I reach my goal weight. But when something bad starts to happen, that negative trend of not having carbs goes lower and lower and lower and it kind of spirals into well now we're not now we're not feeling happy now we're not enjoying the other stuff and i I think certain people are at greater risk for that happening but it happens to everybody yeah i guess so what you shouldn't feel bad about that overwatch what if that overwatch was the factor making me feel bad what if Overwatch was me cutting out carbs? Um, I can say that you probably weren't because I was with you. True. I'm. Uh, this is all hypothetical, but I'm saying <laughs> I'm playing devil's advocate here. But saying that Overwatch made me feel bad to the point where I just it was doing more harm than it was doing good. Absolutely. Um, it, it, it did. We, we did leave a couple nights where it was not a uh, happy time. Yeah. Despite being there and uh, despite being there and ha- trying to have fun and doing it for a relaxation purpose, we did not get relaxed. Yeah, it, it does. But that game kind of does that in general. So, yeah, it's it's difficult to say. I feel like you kind of get my drift on there as to where, whether it's a video game or hobby, there's something on there where you feel like you're investing too much time and there's just that feeling of guilt in regards to, like, you should be doing something else. 100%. Like, the way that our... I mean, at least this is what I feel with a lot of growing up in as a millennial. Uh, everything I have to do has to be monetized. <laughs> I have to be. I have to be constantly produ- producing. Otherwise, I'm falling behind everybody. You know, the rise and grind folks. The I I I work two jobs, folks. The I'm doing fifteen thousand billion things, folks. Uh, I'm happy for those people you? who do that and are ha- you know are happy about it, but. Would you even go as far as the recording a conversation with a friend to <laughs> to, uh, yeah, to to potentially monetize it? No, I mean, I, I do I do this to I do this not because I think that it's going to take off and be huge. I do this because I get to hang out and talk to you. It's an ends to it, or it's an end in of itself rather than a means to an end, right? Agreed. It's so fun. I don't, I don't feel guilty doing this. I I I would say that it probably takes a little bit more cognitive effort and organization than I'm used to um, during my relaxation time, but I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah, I don't think so either. And I think for the most part, (laughs) we are by me or by any means (laughs) super professional and have a bunch of shit other than, Hey man, let's just talk about this though. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking see where it goes. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a completely irresponsible way to start a podcast. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that'd be a really bad episode no one would enjoy that um, <laughs> uh, i i i do say i i do feel guilty when i'm starting my next slay the spire run and i know this is gonna be two and a half hours of me playing slay the spire rather than going to the gym yeah uh 
but even in that, I don't feel that guilty. Yeah. And I don't know. I think there are games where if I'm having enough fun, I don't feel any guilt on, about it at all. Like, mm-hmm. I remember playing God of War, and I would stay up till 1 or 2 every night trying to just get a little further. And I'm like, ah, this isn't a good stopping point. This isn't a good stopping point. Ah, like, I'm so close to getting to, like, a main story point. Let's just smack. I feel no no regrets at all on that. Absolutely. And, like, and it's just something about that fulfills either curiosity or just my love of gaming. There's something inside of like those moments that I live for where like that anticipation of waiting for a movie to come out or the next uh, chapter in a manga to come out or whatever it is. Like I love that feeling of being excited and waiting for that and watching things unfold and speculating and thinking about it. Like, Oh, it's fantastic. Instead of just games where I feel like I'm going through the motion. And I guess to a larger point, like parts of my life where I'm just going through the motion and it's just a constant repeat, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel, I feel that way of like, I, I didn't feel guilty at all playing leveling up a new character in world of Warcraft classic. Cause I got to hang out with my significant other. I played it and had fun. Uh, it distracted me from a lot of things going on in my life at that point in time. Um, I had some, a pretty stressful time at that during when I was playing it. Um, and it was like the tail end of Overwatch, you know, you know, mm-hmm. um, and oh, yeah. they were, they were great distractions and I didn't feel guilty about playing them at all. But now that, you know, that stuff's done, I find myself rather than forcing myself to do things I won't feel guilty about or things that will, uh, fix my slope to be positively inclined i feel like i'm just doing those things naturally sure i i'm doing them and having fun doing them because i like to and i feel like there's like that balance of uh the more stress you're under the more you're put through negative things Mm -hmm. the more you kind of need that release but when those negative things start to you know fizzle off and go away and you finally feel like you have control over stuff. You're the, the stuff you are feeling guilty that you're not doing, you start to do naturally. And that's why I don't beat myself up over going to the gym. I know it's going to come. I know it's going to happen. I daydream about it. I know it's going to happen, <laughs> but uh, I know that going to weightlifting sessions or like, uh, you know, kickboxing and stuff isn't feasible right now. Sure. Nor is going to the basketball court to play a five-on-five basketball game, which I would like to do. I've been itching to do for months now. Yeah. Um, and I think and, it helps that you know yourself well enough that these are things that you want and you've thought about, and you're the type of person where it will become action. It's. I feel like there are a lot of other people, and not to put you on a pedestal or anything like that, but people will generally be like, oh yeah, this would be really nice if I do this, or this would be really nice if I got to... And and they think about it, but there's no execution. You know what I mean? Yeah, so what you're telling me is with that day I texted you about 40k, you knew I was going to buy a, a 40k army. Is that what you're saying? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. If not, I knew you would look at the... like Because they have games on Steam that you can play, and uh-huh. maybe you would spend 20 bucks on that. Vermintide, that's the one I've chosen, and I'm gonna pitch it to you eventually. It's, we're gonna. I, uh, that's uh-huh. the one I've decided. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew I was coming. <laughs> there are certain so, things in a friendship you just come to expect, and you have to make make okay, make amends with it. Uh, yeah, you, I'm a, I'm a certain type of person apparently. Um, but no, I I appreciate that as as a compliment. I um. I'm gonna take it as a compliment, even if you meant it as an insult. Uh, I, I feel, I feel <laughs> yeah, like biggest it, insult. You're a man of your words. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, 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 I kind of take it as a uh, a point of conten- contention. I think is the, the word I would use in our relationship because I do see you working out, and like over these past four years, I think that's when we've really become you know better and better friends. Yeah. Um, at least four years or I've, I've seen you do so much in a time frame where I have done so little mm-hmm. um, and like traveling and seeing the world and developing, you know, your social life and this 
and all while doing playing video games and being realistic about it. Um, it's just I, I now I'm at a point in time where I'm like, oh, my words kind of have to stop being words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's time to you know make them into action, and you know, nice thing for you and all the hard work you've put in is that you've set yourself up well to make those things, you know, become reality, which can be difficult when you're on the grinding path, trying to like you, I feel like you always have a, the golden dream of once I'm done with this, these things will happen. And this is what I I want. (laughs) Yep. And And then it never happens. (laughs) It will never happen the way you expect it. But like you are so close to getting almost everything you want. And sometimes what you get isn't what you want at the moment, but it's what you need and develops into like, I I feel like you make the best of your opportunities in the moments, even if they suck or if they're really good. Um, Mm -hmm. You you play with the cards you're given. Yeah. Is this the ultimate (laughs) roguelike? Yeah. Yeah. I I was going to say, are you taking shots at my, uh, uh zarya right now is that what you're doing is that what you're doing this is all this is, hey I'm, I'm, i I play with the cards i've taken you know i have a plan that i'm gonna you know get platinum but it's you know cards don't work out you get diamonds you fuck really you right. don't need to bring it into it you know <laughs> <laughs> you're taking shots at me and i know no one else is gonna know but i know okay i saw the way you play zara and i was like i have to play ryan because there's no way that he's gonna make it if i don't cover his ass oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I'd kind of put a pin on this and say, actually, this would be a good homework thing. Like, oh. uh, once a week, mm-hmm. when you're doing something, no matter what it is, uh, just write, like, text me if you're feeling guilty about doing it. So are so, you like my accountability buddy, or? I'm well, what, not account- what, what an accountability the... buddy. Like, uh, just th- seriously, like, hey, um, I'm watching Lovecraft Country, which just came out. Highly recommend. Uh, not because I like Lovecraft, but definitely because I like Lovecraft. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am watching TV. Uh, do you like just it, next time it pops into your head? Do I feel guilty about doing what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, yes, no. Why not? Why or why not? I think that that'd be a good thing. Like it'd be a good exercise for both of us. I, I or like you could even write it down. You don't have to text me. I just like I would text you. Yeah, I do. I, actually, I like this because I want to open up the conversation because mm-hmm. you ask questions and you will help me view it from another standpoint that I didn't understand or would think of. I'm never on the same side as you in any art in any conversation. Correct. Well, it's funny because. I feel like we agree with probably 90% of the things. And I've never and, fully agreed with you, though. <laughs> yes. And even if we don't agree, we will find something we don't agree about and talk about it. Because <laughs> it's boring to know that we're on the same, like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. There's got to be somewhere we don't agree on, and then we yeah, just yeah. die on those hills. <laughs> Man, man, we are we, we are really arguing about the color blue right now. I'm down. Let's do it. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe bad. navy blue's tight. But if you have you seen sky blue, you think sky blue's better than better than royal Damn blue? It, you're, re- an idiot. you're an idiot. <laughs> I really wish you were going to say something else because <laughs> that was the color I was going to choose. So you're going to have to go with another blue. <laughs> Wait, royal blue? Are you saying sky blue is better than royal blue? Sky blue is better than royal blue. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, cool. They were they were on the same page. What about Carolina? What do you like with the Carolina blue? Ugh. Rank I don't it. Know if I know what Carolina tier list. Blue, blue tier list. Blue tier list. New homework. Blue, <laughs> blue tier list. <laughs> Carolina blue is I. It's half assing on in the spectrum. <laughs> well, you got to bring up the spectrum now, man. That's messed up. Uh, <laughs> no. I like, Sky blue is bold. I, I like, like what about pastel? You like pastel blue? Listen, man, I didn't go to a nice school. I, I, I mean, in college I did, but in my elementary school was a uh, pastel as the prime, like as the main center of attention, or as a background. Uh, all. 
We're really, we we really talking about blue right now. We really talking about blue. One hundred percent. Now we're you actually it, how you go through. Yeah. I I feel like when it's sky blue, you it has multiple applications. Pastel blue, passive background. Yeah, but the passive background is a backdrop for use. Like if it's a cloth, if it's clothing, you're the you're the center of attention. The the blue is just like the the clothes is the backdrop to you. If it's a house, it, you know it's the things in the house that make make it pop. If you have like figurines, all right, maybe a blue a nice a nice pastel blue room would make them pop. If they're orange and shoot lasers, or if they have lightning on them, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of other things that we like, okay, is we can disagree on something. We already we don't need a new. We're not going to start a new section of how we disagree on colors, even though that would probably be a fun thing to do. Uh, I think we should disagree on the most important thing. Oh, what's up, Pokemon? All right. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I have this with the numbers. And to anyone who's this is their first episode, which is everyone, because it's been a year and a half. Uh, <laughs> this is rate that Pokemon. Uh, it's kind of like who's that Pokemon, but cooler. We randomly number generate uh, three numbers, and then we judge the Pokemon, and we give them a ranking or a rating for. And the ratings are kind of BS, but we just kind of talk about them. Um, <laughs> the ratings aren't important. But the we do make it are, a main part of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> every Pokemon, every Pokemon gets points, but the points don't matter. All right, it's exactly like that. Today's it's like field day. <laughs> is uh, let me see if I can get to. I've cleared my browsing history, so I can't find it. Um, let's say if I am, I'm horribly unprepared for a podcast. I should have had this ready. I have faith. Also, for all the 4K fans, Tyranids, right? That's the one I'm deciding. I know it's the highest price point entry, but it's the, they're the coolest, so stop. Pokédex. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. I have now entered... Got it. Today's number, first number, is... Do you have your yours set up? Or do oh, yeah, you I'm ready. I can't prepare. Uh, 182. 182. Ooh, so that's Johto, right? Yes, it is. And tonight's first Pokemon is Belossum. Oh. Oh, we can't forget, because we've been doing this on the other ones. Um, we got to read the flavor text. Yeah, absolutely. You are the flavor text guy. I'm the number guy. Alrighty. Plentiful in the tropics. When it dances, its petals rub together and make a pleasant ringing sound. That's nice. Oh, yeah. its abilities. Uh, Chlorophyll boosts the Pokemon speed stat in a harsh sunlight. I kind of like that. Yeah, I like that. It's plant Pokemon. Makes sense. Um, its category is a flower, which I think holds up very well. Uh, it, yeah, is it, it is a flower. flower. It's All right. What? It's so tiny. It's, yeah. Um... It also evolves from glue, um, which well, we're not basing it off of lines. Nope, they got to stand on their own. Uh, but that, I don't like that it comes from glue. Uh, I think doesn't that it, matter. Yeah, I know. Uh, it, it by itself, gorgeous little Pokemon. It's such a cutie. It's a cutie. It's cute. It's cute. I, um, I can see this Pokemon roaming in Hawaii. Happily, yeah. with its with its luau dress. Yeah, I think that it could be. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of fairy like too. Um, yeah. Well, with the way Pokemon's going, and they have you know evolved into four other types, I could yeah. definitely see this getting further attention down the road. It's a it's a it's a the Galagar version of Belossum is a fairy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I like that, but then again, we're not judging off the lines. I think that Bella Awesome by itself, uh, I think is good. I think it's a cool Pokemon, um, and I also like. 
I, I can't I can't say anything wrong with it. It's 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 a cute little thing. It's a cute yeah. little thing. That's 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 what I'm reading. It. Cute little thing. Cute little thing. I'm giving it five rays of sunshine. Five rays of shun- sunshine. Do you, I, yeah. I, do you have the emoji for rays of shun- sunshine by any chance? So I can just put that in. I do not. I will go and get them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. The next one, since Bell Awesome, you know, like, I don't think we have any complaints about her. No. I don't think she's great at anything, but I think she's 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 good. She's she does what she's supposed to do. Yeah. Marketable. <laughs> Next one is seven fifty eight. I have no idea what this could be. Oh. Ooh. The right. Pokemon is Salazzle. Oh, here we go. Here's some uh, flavor text. Go for it. Only female Salazzle exist. They emit a gas laden with pheromones to captivate male salin- Salandit? 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 Yeah. The precursor. Uh huh. And then its ability is a corrosion. The Pokemon can poison the target even if it's a steel or poison type. Oh, that's that's actually really cool. I like that. I think yeah. that it's a, it's a it's a overly feminine Pokemon. For a Pokemon that can only be females, I think that's fair. I think that Nino Queen isn't an o- overly feminine Pokemon that can only be female, though. Nino Queen is has a lot of the same features as Nino King. I don't think she's over feminine. That's what I'm saying. Is like I think that this Pokemon is. Oh, Over, gotcha. overly feminine which is is like it's it, it helps with the design it helps with the you know lore of the character or the pokemon mm-hmm. um the eyes are a little weird for me you don't like the almond shaped eyes yep i'm gonna <laughs> yeah, go, i'm gonna come out and say it yeah it's a no nah, that's that is they throw me off it could be the v-cut uh you know, chess piece, I guess. The, but no, the it's V. The deep V is kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird, and yeah, it does have the thick thighs. It's odd. It's it's. I mean, the typing school poison fire. It definitely looks like a poison fire. Mm-hmm. It has kind of the charcoal skill, or like you know, the color scheme. I think is. Is good on there for that. How tall is it? How big is it? Three foot eleven. Oh, so it's 40, pretty, yeah, pretty big. About forty nine pounds. Hmm. Hmm. It's like a taller Kiba. It is like a taller Kiba. Uh. Which would be kind of scary. You know what? You know it's not bad. Deep V. Deep V. Deep. Could be deeper V. That's how I'm gonna get it. <laughs> Could be deeper. How about you? I think it's toxically seducing. Toxically seducing. Ow, ow. If there's ever a uh, live-action Pokemon movie, you know who should play Salazzle? Hmm. Angelina Jolie. I think she'd be perfect for it. Ooh. Yeah. If this ever were to happen... Yeah, which uh, I would like. I would like to go on record, Nintendo. I do not want that. I do not want that. <laughs> I'm just saying, if it does, let's do it correctly. <laughs> you got to cast only one person, one person, yeah. right? Spend Detective all the money. P- Detective Pikachu too. All right, you know you have Ryan Reynolds, and there's a Salazzle, and she's Angelina Jolie. All right, um, <laughs> but she's it's just Angelina Jolie in a campy costume oh god that would be so fucking awful oh my god you can have it where team rocket does like some weird chimera stuff with pokemon and people and you can make that work don't want don't like (laughs) um edward (laughs) the last okay so last number today is 853 oh my eyes hurt so bad from the uh it's fires in Colorado right now. 
Yeah, wow. it's bad. Yeah, I gotta go wash those out. Ooh! Ooh. Grapple locked. Grapple lock, I think? Gr- grap lock. Yeah, grap yeah. lock. Um, a body made up of nothing but muscle makes the... <laughs> <laughs> of muscle makes the grappling moves this Pokemon performs with its tentacles tremendously powerful. Um, its category is Jiu-Jitsu. Its abilities is Limber. Its limber body protects the Pokemon from paralysis. Okay, so I'm just going to come out and say it. This is a nice Pokemon. This is a good one. This is, this is, if, if someone, if, if you are, if you see someone who is like, you know, they haven't had any good Pokemon since one, this is one that just came out in probably my least favorite generation of all the Pokemon. This is a solid Pokemon. This good it's looking a cool guy. Pokemon. It's <laughs> You know what's interesting? It's just the the type is fighting. I don't think it's water. No, it's not. It's just it's just it's just happens to look like an octopus, which is so cool. <laughs> That's so funny. That's you so think interesting. Be water, right? Like water fighting? Water fighting, yeah. Actually, sorry, because I'm so inter- so interested in this one. I'm curious to look at the move set on there. If you can learn any water, because is it Poliwhirl that's water fighting? Yeah, yeah. So it it knows it can learn Octazuka, which is another uh, which is a move I think exclusively learned by Octopus Pokemon. So what's the Octillery is the other one that I can think of. I can't think of a third one. Yeah, if you use um, like TMs, it can learn a lot of water moves, but strictly just by leveling it up, which I don't know why I consider that more legit, <laughs> it only does fighting and a couple dark moves, but mostly fighting. I, I, I like it. And the Octazuka is one that you would have to breed for it to start with. Absolutely. Never naturally learns any water moves. That's cool. That's cool. That's pretty neat. Very, very pro this Pokemon. Very it's a, pro this Pokemon. a land-based octopus that just fights people. As it should be. There should be a land-based octopus. Honestly, we need to talk to Darwin. You know, the progenitor of all the animals in the world. And we need to get him on that, alright? I, I like the fact that it's fighting Jiu-Jitsu because it has all the limbs to tie you up. I think that's awesome. Do you see how it has its like a belt? And one of its yeah. legs is its belt? Yes. That's so sick. Alright, I'm yeah, I'm I I I'm giving it an adding to my team. <laughs> <laughs> this might be my favorite fighting Pokemon. Like it's gonna give Hawalucha a run for its money. Oh, that's such a good Pokemon. I know. I know. I really like this guy. He's cool. He's super cool. A land-based octopus. That alone. Huge, huge fan. You know what I think I'm really going to like about our our rating Pokemon? Is I'm going to look at every single Pokemon with a different set of eyes and be like, you know what? That's a great Pokemon. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, unless it's Brion. That's kind of Brion (laughs) sucks, man. I gotta... (laughs) He's gotta talk to you about Brion, man. She is... That is a bad... I don't know who made it. They need to get fired. Um... (laughs) Yeah, right, yeah, that's a good one. Um, what do you, what do you give a grab, grab, grab lock? Um, for actually, I gave it five out of five Gracies. Gracies? Gracies, yeah. They're big jiu-jitsu people. Like, they started oh, they're the, jiu-jitsu they're the one the, the brothers. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll do it. I'm down. Would you yeah, nickname this? The, if you got one, would you name it Gracie? 100%. Yeah. I could see that. Did you play through Sword? I beat it, yeah. Did you got... see this one at all? I think I did see it, and it just didn't... I think oh, I just saw the one before it. Play the one before it. What are you talking about? There's a. It has a pre-evolution. Maybe you saw that one more. Uh, Probably Clobopus. Yeah. Not going to yeah. rate it. Not going to rate it. We're not doing it that even. Nope, but, but yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. Alright, so are you, your rating? You, uh I gave it um adding to my team. Solid. 
Because it is, it is, it's probably my favorite fighting Pokemon. Definitely my favorite pure fighting, but uh, it's 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 up there for you know like Heracross and Havalucha. That's solid. All right, I think that's a pretty good one. We can we can end it on that. Um, do you ready to do your homework? Yeah, I, I mean, we already talked about our homework before with, uh, I guess, just as a quick recap of I will let you know when I'm, I'm feeling bad about what I'm doing. <laughs> well, no, you don't Forget. have to. It doesn't have to be when you're feeling bad. It just has to be a random moment in time. Yeah, I'll be like, father told me <laughs> now I don't feel good. <laughs> don't just send me the, the Spider-Man gif of oh, him do- going into dust. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. <laughs> yeah, because so you turned him into dust, homie. Yeah. Mr. Stark. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm ready. I'll be good. Likewise, let me know. <laughs> I am excited. I'm, pl- I'm, I'm, I'm excited to do it. I'm ex- we should do this again soon. Yeah. More organized. Yeah, hopefully not within a, a three month period or two months or however long it's been, but. Yeah, we'll, we'll start cranking these out, and uh, yeah, hopefully more people will listen in, tune in, and give us a heads up on what they like, don't like, and if they want to hear something else. Otherwise, we're going to keep bullshitting. I'm all right with that. <laughs> cool. Well, adios, everybody. All right. Thanks for coming.